Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the morning show here at 8 a.m. Saturday, June the 19th. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Truckers Podcast. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody had a safe week. Hope everybody out there is behaving themselves. You know, as uh, things are getting uh, better um, here, um, not just in Ontario, um, but across Canada. Um, with dealing with this coronavirus. And our premier, Doug Ford, you know, he's been asking the top doctor of Ontario to consider um, going into step two of the reopening plan um, for Ontario a little bit earlier than um, July the 2nd. Now, the top doctor in Ontario, he's not ready to just jump forward. Now, we've done this before. We've opened up too fast and only to find ourselves going backwards. Three times we've been at stay-at-home orders lockdowns you know and and that's not and i mean really that hasn't been good for anybody a couple months back we were we were well over 5000 cases a day here in ontario it got so bad in our hospitals and our ICUs that we had to call in other doctors from around the country and nurses. We had to call in our specialized trained military who can work in hospitals and ICUs. Yes, we have ramped up the, the uh, immunization program, not just here in Ontario, but all across the country. Things have gotten much better and we're seeing 350 cases on a daily basis right now. So those numbers have dropped dramatically. Now, we are still in step one here in Ontario and allowing you know the patios to open up 
so people can go out and sit on a patio, enjoy a cold beverage, lunch, some dinner. Now, in stage one here, it allows the outdoor gatherings of, of up to 10 people. Outdoor dining for up to four people per table. Non-essential retail at 15%. Now, only stores that have a street front entrance can open up their businesses, like the non-essential retail. Any stores that are in the middle of the mall, they can't open. And the outdoor sports training and personal trainings are only up to 10 people. Day camps, campsites and campgrounds, all of the Ontario parks. Now, Doug Ford, he, he would like to move into stage two a little bit sooner. We, we, we have met the threshold for, for Ontario, but our top doctor does not want to push it. Now, the second step could begin in July once that 70% of the population in Ontario has received their first dose and 20% have received their second doses, which we have done. Now for this step two, is going to allow larger outdoor gatherings for up to 25 people, small indoor gatherings up to five people, outdoor dining for up to six people per table, the essential retail at 50%, non-essential at 25%. Personal care services, where you get your hair cut, nails done, whatever you're going to do. Outdoor meeting and event spaces, outdoor amusement parks and water parks. Outdoor boat tour operators. Country, the county fairs and rural exhibitions will be able to open up. Now, this is only June the 19th. You know, we still got a little ways to go to July 2nd. Now, we could be opening up in the, in the stage two by that time. Maybe a few days earlier like we did into in in stage one. But we got to just keep going the way we're going and things are going to be much better because we want to hit step three. And that doesn't mean back to normal, even in step three. You know, even when it comes to the step three, and larger indoor and outdoor gatherings, the province did not specify a limit. Essential and non-essential retail, but with limited capacity. 
larger indoor religious service, rites and ceremonies and gatherings, indoor meetings and event spaces, indoor sports and recreational facilities, indoor seating events. Even though they're still not specifying how many people for an indoor event, such as a hockey game, concerts. The indoor attractions and cultural amenities, casinos and bingo halls, other outdoor, other outdoor activities from step three will be permitted to operate indoors. Now, our premier has been talking to the prime minister of Canada about the uh, Canadian, the Canadian American border. Now, as you may or may not know, again, the Canadian and the United States border will, re will remain closed until July 21st. And I expected this to happen. We're not just monitoring what is going on here in Canada with the COVID cases. We're also looking to the South and to see what's going on in the United States. Now, tourism for so long, well over a year, has been hurting. I get that. I understand that. But do we want to open up the borders as though there was nothing ever happened and all of a sudden our cases skyrocket. Then only to shutter the borders again and potentially be back at square one and starting over. Canada doesn't want to see that and I'm pretty sure that the United States doesn't want to see that. Now, with this recent announcement from the Canadian government saying that the borders are going to remain closed except for essential travel until July 21st. Frustration is mounting between officials on either say on other side of the border. You know, and maybe a handful of the politicians on the United States, they're fuming over the news that the border remained closed to non-essential travel for at least another month. This has been going on since March 2020, ladies and gentlemen, that the borders have been shuttered. Now, Canada, and as our prime minister has always said, that he is going to protect all Canadians. And he's doing just that. Some of the politicians, they decry that the latest, uh, the, the prolong on Friday as overly cautious, unfounded in science, and unclear. Well, I didn't know politicians were scientists.
this uh, politician Brian Higgins, the Democratic congressman in Buffalo, New York, district that touches the border by Niagara Falls. He said that there was, he wished that there was a more artful way to say this, but he calls it bullshit. Well, and he says it, it it's arbitrary. It doesn't follow the science. It doesn't follow the facts. It doesn't follow the data. What the hell does he know about the facts and the science? He's a politician. You know, just because the United States didn't have it, had have the coronavirus under control right from the get-go. That's not Canada's problem. That's not Canada's fault. Canada handled the coronavirus better than what the United States did. That's why you have over 600,000 people who have died from the coronavirus. I think in all of Canada, I think it was 14,000. Either way, it's unfortunate. Now, his argument here from, from, from uh, this, this Democratic Higgins The one source of cross-border travelers to Canada and 62% of New York State's adults have been fully vaccinated. It's only 62%. They're going to have to have some sort of proof that you've been vaccinated. And I'm sure they're working on something like that. Now, here, even across Canada, we even had it to where that you couldn't even go from province to province. And those restrictions have been lifted. Why are we going to open up the Canadian and United States border? Now, Prime Minister Trudeau has talked about having over 70% of Canadians with at least one dose and 20% with two doses. And this new Delta variant still here in Canada, it's in the United States. It's 50% more transmission. You know, and he also speaks frequently about his connection to Canada, you know, resisted when the last administration threatened a new NAFTA without Canada and urged the current administration to 
to to to more vaccines. And he says that Biden is caving to the prime minister to to the prime minister of Canada. No, Joe Biden is thinking on his feet. That's what Joe Biden is doing. Now, you know, both parties in the United States are pressing President Joe Biden to just move ahead unilaterally and fling open the American border to Canadian travel. Well, if you want to open up the American side, go right ahead. Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope you had a good week. Here we are now into the weekend. Tomorrow is the first day of summertime of course it's also father's day and then in here in ontario we're going to have some pretty nice weather now what i've been talking about here is that um with canada in the united states border it's going to um it's going to still remain closed to non-essential travel. Now, a handful of politicians on the on the U.S. side is calling it bullshit. You know, somehow they they know all about the science and and how things work, and he, he says that the science doesn't and 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 the and the data you know shows different and everything else. Some, somehow they, they they seem to know this. Here in Canada, we have managed to to handle this pandemic tenfold over the United States. Over 33 million people infected in the United States. Over 602,000 people have died in the United States due to COVID-19. We got over, maybe over a little over a million and we had something like 14,000 deaths in this whole time of this pandemic. And yes, as the vaccines are rolling out, things are getting better, but things are not perfect. We don't want to open up. The, I mean, what, 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 what is the politicians over the United States think so Canada's going to do? Oh, we're just going to open up the border and say, come over and we're going to have millions and millions of visitors every single day. Not knowing who's been vaccinated and who is vaccinated. And our case count starts shooting up. And then, you know, Ontario, Canada being the largest province in Canada of 16 million people. And then we have to go back into lockdown and shutdowns and everything else that, because we're seeing over 5,000 cases every single day again. We're not prepared to do that. The United States want to open up their side to Canadians and cross over there, knock yourself out. But we're not going to have it here. And from day one, the Prime Minister of Canada said that he is going to protect all Canadians. 
So for the handful of American politicians, keep the pol- keep doing your politics, but leave the scientists to the scientists. They're saying that Joe Biden is caving to to the prime to the uh, to the prime minister of Canada. Now, if they just want to fling open up the American side to Canadian travel, go right ahead. But right now, we still have in in place when you travel and you come back to Canada. You got to self-isolate for 14 days. Here in Ontario, being the largest province, we're only in the stage one reopening plan here. And that's very limited. Yeah, we can go and sit on patios now. Yeah, we can have a gathering of up to 10 people outside. No, you can't still go visit a household. Yes, we can go out and do outdoor activities, safe outdoor activities. Some non-essential businesses are allowed to open only if they, if they have a street front entrance. So any stores that are in the middle of a mall, they can't open. So even though Ontario's in stage one and they're talking about and bitching and complaining over on the American side about Canada keeping the border closed, there's not much for you to do here. We're trying to hold our own is what we're trying to do. Now the vaccine campaign is ramping up here in Canada. You know, by the end of August, the Prime Minister is saying that Canadians should be fully vaccinated. And they're talking a couple months earlier than expected. You know, if the United States is that 60% vaccinated, that's not 100%. Our numbers just here in the province of Ontario has been drastically dropping from over 5,000 cases on, a, on every day, we're under 400. And and then our top doctor here in Ontario, he's not prepared to move into stage two earlier than than July the 2nd. Now we did for the stage one, we opened up three days prior to, you know, the, the, the original date of June the 14th. We went into stage one on June the 11th. Now we could go by the at the end of June. June we could start going into stage two by June thirtieth, maybe a couple of days earlier. 
Now we've, you know, we here in Ontario, I mean, we've opened up really quick and only had to shut down again. And we did that like three times. And here the province still isn't fully opened. Maybe taking lessons of our own mistakes and not going to repeat them so we can keep moving forward. We can help the tourism here in our own country by going to these other areas in our, in our province, going to Niagara Falls. We can travel around, around the province. People now can come to this province. Those restrictions of, of province, uh, of crossing the, the province lines have, have been lifted. And as we get better, and as we move into stage two, we can go to other areas. The one big, the one, the, 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 the uh, one big amusement uh, park here in Canada is Canada's Wonderland. is going to open up on July the seventh. So things are getting better. But I don't understand the rush on opening up the, the Canadian and the U.S. border. What's the rush? I look to the south, to the United States, and I can still see that you don't have it under control. If you want to have full capacity in your hockey arenas and your football stadiums and all that crap, that's up to you in the United States. But your cases will just keep going up. Now, just reported yesterday, the coach of the Montreal Canadiens the National Hockey League has contracted COVID-19. Montreal Canadiens were in Vegas for the first two games. Now, hopefully that's not going to spread throughout the team. We'll have to wait and see what happens. We knew what happened in the regular season of the NHL. In, in Vancouver, British Columbia, the Vancouver Canucks, the whole team and all staff came down with COVID. And it only takes one. It takes one person to spread it. And all I can all I can say to these American politicians is Canada will open up its border when it's damn well ready to. Not when you say. And that's just the way it is. And I get it, tourism is hurting. 
But here in Ontario, we can travel around to all these different areas and we can start helping our tourism here on our home soil. And when we're ready to welcome back our American friends, we will. We have Americans who live here in Canada, live and work here in Canada. Approximately 3 million Americans live and work here in Canada. They have family, obviously, in the United States. They want to be able to see their family. I get that. But you also want to keep your family safe. How and when this border is going to open up and what is going to be the guidelines, what is going to be the restrictions, that is something that the United States and in, in, in Canada is going to have to work out. What sort of documentation are you going to need in order to cross the borders? And for how long? How long are you going to need some sort of proof? that you've been vaccinated. Just because just because people are getting vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't mean that the virus is gone. The virus isn't gone. It's still here. The one they're really concerned about right now is, is, is the Delta virus. They call it the, the Delta. 50 to 60% more transmissible. It's not just here in Canada, it's in the United States. It's in Europe. Pushing things only leads to problems, problems, and Ontario knows that all too well. Because we pushed the reopenings here in Ontario and only had to go back to, back to shutdowns, stay-at-home orders. Only be allowed to go out for essential things, the grocery store and the drugstore not being able to visit friends and family. Do we want to do that again? No, we don't want to do that again. We want our children to be able to go to school and be able to go to school for a full year in-class learning. not have to do this online learning stuff because it's not working. It's estimated that the children here across the province of Ontario are three months behind in education because of the lockdowns, all the shutdowns. The kids haven't been in class since April. And they're not going to be in class for the remainder of the school year. It 
See, right now we got zero cases in schools because there is no school. We want to keep it that way. Our case numbers keep coming down here across the country, not just in the province, and we want to keep it that way. So for the handful of American politicians on the other side of the border, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining me. Did we connect? Hey, Trucker, how are you? Hello. Yeah. Am I your? Yes, you are. Okay. How are you? I'm good. Do you have uh, uh, some uh, uh, headphones or earpiece to put in your ears? Yeah, like I have headphones, like I'm using headphones. Okay, because I thought it was a little bit of an echo there. Yeah, I'm good. So where about are you calling from? Okay, let me remove. Yeah, right now, ma'am, am I audible? Yes. Like, is it good? Like, is it better than that time? Because I just removed my headphone. It's fine. There's no echo, so that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm from India. I'm from India. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, so um, the thing's getting, uh, things getting better there? Yeah, I think that things are getting better because uh, now, like, because of the lack of, like, uh, maybe you have seen the news, like, we are lacking oxygen, we are lacking, we are lacking infrastructure. So, people's, like, all the people's force, the governments and for and the governments they started to take the decisions that they are just trying to imp- they will gonna improve the quality or quality of inf- quality of infrastructure and like health facilities and all the things. So the things are getting better right now. Right. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah. So yeah, I was just out here talking about um, uh, the border uh, between Canada and the United States. Um, that uh, a handful of politicians over the United in the United States thinking that we should be opening up the border and allowing cross-border crossings for tourism and whatever the case may be with no restrictions. So we've closed the border. We've closed the Canadian border for well over a year now. Yeah, it is like uh, Canadians do not have to take the passport. They do not have to take the visas to go to America. It is like open, totally open. No, we have to have passports to cross. Okay. Yeah, we still, you you have to have a passport to to, to cross. That's international. That's an international border. Okay. Right, so you still have to have a passport to travel to the United States. Right, but... um, with, with uh, the cases going on throughout the United States compared to Canada, you know, obviously, I mean, I think one, uh, I think we just a few months back, I think we only hit over a million cases in the entire country where the United States, you have over 33 million cases, you know, and the way it was handled 
from the get-go and the way it was handled here in Canada. I mean, we're not perfect, but I think we did a pretty – to, to get a handle on things, I mean, it could have got out of control like it did in the United States and other parts of the world. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and, and here in Ontario, we're just starting to, to go into um, – a, a stage one reopening plan. Okay. So like it is okay, we've been in border is going to open. What's that? Like no, the borders, the borders get No, the borders going to remain closed until July 21st. Okay. And what they do, they do this on on a month to month basis. So a okay. few days before the before the end date um, Canada will decide whether or not the border is going to stay closed. And I suspect that it's by coming up to July 21st, I suspect that it's going to be closed until August 21st. Okay. So, like, do you think that the opening of this door is a right decision or is it a bad decision? On opening up what? Yeah, like opening up the border borders, do you think that it is the right decision which is made by the government or it is totally bad decision because of this? It's situation? actually for the for the for the situation that's going on here in, in between Canada and the United States and I was like that is a good decision to keep the border closed. Yeah. Yeah, because do you know like maybe the situation becomes worse? Then right now, because of this kind of this kind of like opening the borders, there there could be, there could like it could be happen so many things. Like there could be so many things happen. So I think that uh, if the situation will like if the vaccine will gonna be created by some some kind of scientist, then I think that this kind of situation would be good. But uh, there's no any vaccine. Like people are taking the injections. Like it is a kind of antibodies or like boosting your immunity it is not actually a vaccine so i think that if the vaccines are not if the vaccines will create it then uh, then the governments will take this kind of decision i also do not agree this kind of situation because the situation becomes worse than right now after having this kind of or after taking this kind of uh, decision well yeah i mean here here in ontario canada um, where i reside we know what happens when you open things too quick and only to go backwards. And that's happened here in this province. And now we're taking different steps to make sure that we're going to be doing a reopening plan that is going to be done right. And we're going to keep moving forward and not backwards. Now we have been a couple months back, we were seeing um, well over 5,000 cases a day. And we're just seeing about 340 cases a day now with the vaccines going in the arms. Yeah, yeah. So the vaccine is working. If you can come down from 5,000 cases a day to under 400 in a couple months with the needles going in the arms, that tells you something. But, but do you think that these are the vaccine or these, these are just an immunity booster? I don't think that it's a vaccine, but but there are lots of it's a, it's a yeah, it's a vac. It is a vaccine. It is definitely a vaccine. You know, just like you know, for the flu, you know, like for polio and smallpox. You know, they they yeah. they know that that works because we we uh, eradicated, you know, smallpox. 
no but uh, like according to me like if if it is a vaccine then it will gonna work up to 100 percent but uh, there are lots of people are dying after taking the vaccine and uh, it like there are lots of people saying that it is just a immunity booster because the kind of lifestyle that we have we eat junk food we eat fast food we do not exercise we do not do any kind of meditation and yoga because of these things we have a very low quality of immunity system that's why these kind of injections given to you to boost your immunity it is not like they are giving you the vaccine yeah you can say it's a vaccine but it is not actually up to like it is not actually a true vaccine like no i understand Yeah. No, I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying. It's just like the flu shot, right? It's to boost yeah. your immune, your immune system, to protect you from from the more serious um, side of you know the serious effects of the flu, right? Yeah. This vaccine is going to do the same thing, right? Yeah. This is not a cure. Yeah, this is right. Not a cure, yeah. No, so you're going to get vaccinated. You you can still potentially get COVID, but you're not going to have the severe symptoms, just like the yeah. flu. You get the yeah. flu shot, you're not going to have the severe symptoms. Yeah, but, but you know, like I have talked with lots of Americans. Like one one of the Americans, like in this application, I have talked with an, one American, and he said that, like, if you take the vaccine. If you take the vaccine, then you'll you're gonna lose your consciousness. You're gonna lose your consciousness, and uh, you'll because like he's he he said that it is a conspiracy. Okay, like our yeah. political leader lie because they're very powerful in terms of money, in terms of value, in terms of respect, in terms of everything. Our political leader is very powerful. So these political leader in every countries they're just. they are just they are just making the conspiracy and because we have too much population and because of lots of population this planet will going to destroy and there are lots of problems like climate change and like global warming greenhouse effects because of the population so this kind of conspiracy they are doing so that they can reduce the population so if you take the vaccine some kind yeah. of some kind of other things will going to happen after 10 years after after 15 years after 20 years something negative things will going to now you see now you see you know there's so much you know that's the problem with misinformation and that's the problem with misinformation from people who don't even know what they're talking about they don't have the education to know what they're talking about and all this like that and when you spread misinformation around the world around your city and stuff like that it does more danger than what you know it is absolutely ridiculous and there's one thing that i will not tolerate uh, in people is spreading misinformation and um you know get the facts right all you need is the facts yeah so like i also ask the same questions like you're saying the ideas but what is the fact okay it is the idea that uh, that i'm going to die but it is not the like i'm not facing any problem so how will going to die so they are just expressing their ideas they are expressing their imagination they are expressing their visualization and ideas of different kind of stuff but what is the fact what is the reality there's no any ground like they are just speaking like they are just speaking like uh, they know everything but but they they haven't done any kind of research that about this vaccine and about this thing and about that stuff they are directly saying that this is the conspiracy to reduce the population 
because well, because of the population the loss of carbon. No, I mean imagine. You know, imagine after the uh, the flu pandemic of 1918, you know, what they went through for a couple of years. You know, vaccines didn't start coming out to around 1940. And, you know, for, for the flu shots, for smallpox, um, for polio and all these things, I'm sure a lot of people... You know, I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation going around about that sort of stuff back in those days, too. Right. Uh, that's, this is not new, you know, for conspiracy theories. It's not new for misinformation. Yeah. You know, but the problem is, is that the people who are doing the missing, sending out all this misinformation, you know, are, are not top scientists. They're not top doctors of disease infections. They have no education and stuff like that, you know. So, and I'll tell you right now, the only people that I listen to are the scientists and the top doctors because they're the ones who went to school, not me. And they're not going to give you any misinformation about the vaccine and this conspiracy theory about going, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Dr. Tenpenny, she, she's uh, uh, some sort of doctor. She's not a scientist or nothing like that. She just does small medicine. And, and she seems to have all the answers about vaccines. She's, a, she's an anti-vaccinator is who she is, right? And, and spreading all this mis misinformation and, she, and saying, oh, yeah, this is going to be, you know, this is going to depopulize the world and, and all this sort of stuff. And, and you're going to see people dying, you know, 40 days after they get vaccinated and stuff like that. Listen, I got my first, I got my first dose, my first shot of, of the Pfizer back in March. I get my second shot today and I'm still here and I'm going to be but here 20 years from now. Like this is also a fact that uh, like it, it happens in America or it happens in so many countries that if you take the vaccine, then you will start to have the problems like blood clotting. And if you have the blood clotting, your, your brain will not going to have uh, your brain will not going to function and you're going to die after brain hemorrhage. That was on one vaccine. That was the extra And we're not even using it here in Canada now. And I think, I think, I think when the entire world population, I think there was probably no more than six people who had died after getting the AstraZeneca. Nobody from the Moderna, nobody from the Pfizer. So it's all. The COVID shield or like you are saying some different name. Like I know only two names like COVID, Covaxin and COVID shield. So, which vaccine you're talking about? Like, well, we have the Pfizer. Well, we have the Pfizer, and we have the Moderna, and the AstraZeneca was the one that was causing uh, some some blood clots in some patients. And I think it was only like a handful a handful of people in the entire world that had died from 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 that one shot from the from the AstraZeneca causing a blood clot. Yeah, do you know, like not even Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah. like doing you know, like there are lots of people's like in India also. There are lots of people are confused at which vaccines should they take because there are different kind of vaccines like Covaxin, COVID shield, Sputnika, and there are different kind of vaccines will gonna come in the future. Different kind of vaccine and diff by different names. 
so people are confused they are doing so much research that whether the covid shield is good or like covaxin is good so they are much they are too much confused and nobody is going to help them like uh, like these vaccine are the same like these vaccine have the different name but the function of this vaccine are the same same but mm-hmm. uh, there are lots of uneducated persons there are lots of illiterate people who are unable to understand those stuff and our news media also not helping those people to understand these things what is the covaxin what is the difference between covaxin and covils covid shield and sputnika so people are confused that is why like in in villagers like in india the in india in indian villagers they feel hesitate to to take the vaccine like people are coming to people are coming to like uh, take the vaccine but uh, like give the vaccine like there are lots of people there are lots of doctors there are lots of nurses came to give the vaccine but there are lots of villagers feel afraid feel hesitate feel hesitating and they just run away from that they do not want to take the vaccine because there too much conf- confusion that uh, like three or four types of vaccine which vaccine is good and why people are dying so this kind of explanation explanation must be must be happens in the news channels because it is the responsibility of our news channels to express the information in a right manner in a transparent manner but it is not happening especially in india like i don't know about america but it is not actually happening in india well like, in america in, yeah well here here in canada and also you know uh, america uh, united kingdom you know i mean they're getting the you know with 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 the vaccine i mean i guess for um a different protection rate you know they they know that the the pfizer once you're fully vaccinated it's uh i think it was uh 90 96% effective and the moderna was something like 94% effective you know the flu shot is only like 97 98% effective Right but nothing's 100%. Yeah but it is like a general data like let's suppose that I'm facing the problems of sugar let's suppose that I'm 25 let's suppose that I'm 40 let's suppose that I'm 60 so these things also very important like according to like you you cannot say generally that this will this this is 90% good this is 94% good this is 99% good I'm I'm 70 and I'm facing the sugar problems I have so many problems so which vaccine right now like Now again the confusion comes. <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, of course. You know, because here in our elderly here in Canada, um they were given the Pfizer because it had the better it has the better protection. Yeah. Right? And then anybody, you know, as we went through the age groups and stuff like that, you know, then, you know, the younger people get the Moderna, you know, or 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 the Johnson and Johnson. or or whatever the case may be you know so but they want to make sure like even with the healthcare professionals working in the healthcare that they were getting um the Pfizer as well and of course you know uh our emergency our uh, emergency responders you know making sure that you know they were getting vaccinated with with the Pfizer and and stuff like that but you know what either either way you know whether it's Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, you know the Pfizer, we're all going to have some sort of protection. 
right? And things are going to get better. And eventually, you know, it's going to turn into herd immunity, just like the Spanish flu did. You know, but they didn't have vaccines back in 1918. But doing like this vaccine, this this virus is totally different. Like, according to it my is. research, like I have done some research, I like I have done some research, and this 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 is the only virus that has the abilities to do the mutation. Okay, like That's mutation right. means like yeah, like mutation means like they have like one virus have the abilities to create different. Virus, diff- like different virus have different characteristic, different function, and different property. So, like this is the kind of mutation that is going on in this in this virus. So, like for the scientist, mm-hmm. it is very difficult to identify that which kind of virus it is. Like because it has like one multiplied into three, and three multiplied into five, and five multiplied into twenty, and twenty multiplied into hundred. So, and mm-hmm. they're totally different. Okay, these one virus. Uh, if you compare one virus to another virus, it is totally different in characteristic, property, and function in so many ways. So, like, what do you think about that? Like, what kind of situation we will gonna face? And do you think that this virus has the abilities to do the mutation according to you? Like, according to your research? Well, it does. Well, they're talking about the Delta. They're calling it the the the, uh, the Delta uh, uh, virus that is actually now. Um, 50, I think it was, I was reading somewhere, it was like 50, 50% more in infection rate um, than the other variants in that. But it, it seems to, that these vaccines uh, going out um, seems to be holding up, um, you know, against these variants. So, you know, that, that that's important. Like, like nothing... Nothing is a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and, you know, like anything, right? Is, I mean, like, I mean, life isn't a hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not a hundred percent, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. So but that like we can all get our lives back, we can all start moving forward. Yeah, but what? But like, what do you think about mutation? Like, uh, is it is it there? Like, maybe you know something about that. So, what do you? Think well, I don't. That? I mean, I wish I did. I mean, I wish I could tell you, but you know, I don't. But you know, I I listen. You know, to what what the top doctors, disease infection doctors are are, are saying, and um, you know, I've been. You know, I've been following the rules that have been set out by the Canadian government at the federal level and at the provincial levels. And, um, you know, I just being careful every single day and, and, you know, being very lucky that, you know, I haven't contracted uh, uh, COVID at all. And, um, you know, so I just listen to what they have to say. And, and follow their guidelines, what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So like, like, uh, like, don't you think that like, there are lots of people like in, in different kind of countries that have seen these things, like it also happens in our country that people do not take the responsibility. I, I think that if people started to take the responsibility, they don't need any kind of stuff like they don't need any kind of this thing and that stuff uh, because they have that kind of work like they have the small business so they have to work, so they have to work so they have to go to to their workplaces and do some business do some sellings and buying some buying some stuff 
so i think that don't don't you think that if we want to get rid of this virus completely we have to be responsible like we have to responsible in terms of action in terms like like we have to be conscious about this but people's people people like according to my like in my surroundings like they're not responsible they do not wear masks and they do not want to take the distance like they do not want to maintain the distance and uh, they mm-hmm. they are quite careless they are quite careless i do i think that is taking responsibility in a conscious way this is the only vaccine would be available <laughs> like according yeah. to me but uh, yeah this is the only solution i think that because because this virus is very much complex it is mm-hmm. too much complex to understand for the scientist yeah it is it is so yeah, yeah. yeah so like uh, yeah so like like when do you think like according to your probability according to your assumption according to your imagination how many years it will like uh, how many years we have to face this kind of situation like how we can overcome like when it will going to overcome after how many years i don't know like, it could be yeah it could be something that we have to live with like the flu yeah yeah and maybe right. not maybe maybe not yeah yeah it could be happen like uh, there could lots of things can be happen but i also think like uh, like uh, like it is not like only doctors are saying but there are lots of spiritual peoples like uh, there are lots of spiritual peoples in india like they do not have any kind of degree related to medicine or like related to any kind of illness or disease or any kind of virus but they are directly saying that we have to stay with this virus okay we have to stay this we uh, stay with this virus because it is very much complex and why it is complex because it has the ability of mutation that's why we have to live with this virus and uh, we have to live in a responsible way more like a conscious way yeah it's and it's maybe something yeah maybe it's something that we have to get uh, uh, a vaccine once a year like the flu shot yeah yeah i also think right? who knows you know i don't know it could happen that way so like there are lots of there are lots of people also saying that it is created by nature like maybe not, like if i say nature it is created by like animals like it, this virus is in the animal and the chinese people eat that animals and they one chinese people got infected then other people are affected then in this way the whole pandemic happens so do you think that it is it happens because of the animals or it is created by this virus is in the animal or this virus is created by human like it's a like weapon as a weapon well um it, it probably can you know they they always point it back to bats um they have talked about um you know this this virus um um in a uh institution in china somehow um you know had an outbreak somehow in that institution working with this sort of virus who knows um that's something that's still in under investigation yeah like when some when some people says that uh, it is it, it is in the it is in the animal and the chinese people eat that animals it is i found it very amusing because we eat different kind of animals like we eat chicken we eat mutton we eat 
cow, we eat there are lots of stuff. Like I do not eat those stuff, but there are lots of people are eating those stuff. Mm-hmm. So how suddenly, like suddenly, people like humans eat animal, and he get the virus into his body, and the one humans he started to spread this virus, uh, uh, like around their surroundings. So I I found it very amusing. I think that it's a human created, and I think that it is created on the purpose of as a weapon, like. As a weapon, it is created. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I don't. I mean, everybody has their opinion. Everybody has their thoughts about that. But you know, misinformation. You know, we got to be really careful about that. You know, they talked about the wet markets in Wuhan, China, and you know, you know what a, you know what a wet market is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a wet market is a place where there is no sanitation. The animals are, are, are slaughtered right on top of one another. And, you know, that creates bacteria that creates all kinds of different problems. And it very well could have started right from there. You know, so we've had SARS, we've had MERS and other diseases, but this one here, you know, going going from animal to human and then be able to mutate and and that so you know i you know i i, I don't know but it's just something that um all i can to say to people out there use your common sense and be careful yeah like as you also know that uh, who hide this report up to four months or like up to three months Okay, like it is hided by WHO report. So, so like you are talking about, like we have to, we have to know the facts. We have to research the facts. We have to, we have to know the facts. We have to understand the facts. We have to understand the information. We have to educate ourselves. But if WHO kind of institution, I don't like. Is it a? It it is a kind of organization. So it is an organization that name is WHO, and he hides this information for four, four months. So. Like to whom we believe? We believe in which information? Like WHO is a international organization which tells about every every kind of diseases, every kind of viruses. But if this kind of institution, if this kind of organizations will hide such such dangerous things, such disastrous things, then to whom we believe? We believe in a human. We believe in computer information. We believe in polit in politician. We believe in leaders. We believe in to whom we believe. <laughs> So this is the well. That question. yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying. You know, and it's also um, how long did China know before they told the World Health Organization? Maybe it wasn't. You know, they didn't. The World Health Organization doesn't find out for three or four months because China didn't say anything. No, like I, I like I have seen in some kind of video. I don't know if it is true or false, but it is it is something that I would like to say is that like there 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 is kind of business which is going on between Chinese government and uh, like like the leader of WHO. So because of that relationship, like they they maybe they have built some kind of relationship, some sort of relationship. That's why Chinese people like Chinese peoples have said maybe they have said to hide those information and WHO have. Uh, like uh, hide those information up to like three months or like four months, and no. because of the late because of the late four months, late, like late four four months or like three months, that's why this is happening in a very disastrous way. Like I don't know is it true or false. Like 
<laughs> no, because the you know the World Health Organization is a body of, of, of um, scientists from countries around the world, right? That's why it's called the World Health Organization. But, but, but this right? organization has a leader, okay? Like I know that there are lots of, like in his school. Well, it's not up to him. To, it's, I, understand, I understand what you're saying about, you know, when the information come out, when the World Health, Health Organization got that information, and it, you know, like I said, it doesn't, you know, it's when, it's when China knew uh, there was a problem and withholding that information or maybe trying to, to um, prevent it from, from spreading, but then it getting out of control. And then we're finding out about it. You know what I mean? Is I don't think the World Health Organization was was holding anything back. Is they're trying to get the information from where it, from from our, uh, its origins and what is going on there, and not getting that information from the Chinese government because the Chinese government is not transparent. Yeah. So, like, like one thing that I would like to say is that, like, uh, like as as so many people know that it is it is started to spread from China. So, like, if you try to do not have to, you do not have to look at this in terms of number. You just have to look at this in terms of percentage. So, if you try to find the death cases, death cases in China, that that cases is India, that cases in like different countries in terms of percentage not in terms of number because if you are talking about in terms of number then china would be the one because china chinese in terms of population china is the one country like first country so mm -hmm. we just if we look at this number like death cases in terms of percentage then china does not have that much death cases Okay, like, like uh, they're doing also one kind of conspiracy like it is the conspiracy which is done by china that uh, like if you like according to chinese like uh, this like this is totally direct okay it is not like they're trying to like chinese government or, or like was trying to hide this kind of stuff it is done in an open way everybody's know but nobody's raised their voice nobody's raised the voice against Ch the chinese government what the chinese government was doing is that like if you are 60 if you are 65 then you you because uh, in terms of population china is the one country so if you are 65 and if you are 60, like 67 or 70 or 75, then you are the burden of this uh, country. So what the Chinese government are doing is that even if even he even if he or she is not infected with coronavirus, but uh, doctors claim like it is it is done by Chinese government and doctor claims that you are infected with uh, coronavirus and uh, you have to like. Uh, like he's not infected, but he he has to or she has to quarantine himself or herself because he's 60 or 65 because he becomes a burden because he cannot do some things for this nation. He cannot create, he cannot invent, he cannot discover, he cannot do anything. He cannot make, he cannot become an entrepreneur, he, can, he can't do anything. So he'll become the burden and uh, even if he's not infected, he got claimed that you are infected and after some times doctor kill these people so like what do you think about it like uh, like have you like have you understood like what i have said like i like, i don't like understand i like don't even, understand even the train of thought um with with the with the um chinese government 
Um, and I, you know, and I, you know, I've talked about this a couple of times on my show too, because, you know, um, with, uh, people, um, lashing out at the Chinese people, um, when it's not the Chinese people's fault, um, whereas it is the, uh, the, the regime, uh, of the Chinese government, you know, um, they're, they're not to be, they're really not to be, you know, I don't trust them. Um, they're holding two Canadians um, under false pretense because we have the uh, the CEO of uh, Huawei um, in in custody here in Canada uh, on the uh, uh, from from the United States uh, to be extradited back to the United States to face fraud charges, money laundering. And this sort of stuff, and you know, uh, they the Chinese government arrest two Canadians and have these trumped up charges, and, and that. So, you know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't believe a word um, what comes from the Chinese government, and 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 the the Chinese government is just. Um, you know they're going to cry foul if you blame this on the Chinese government. They're going to they're going to they're going to uh, they're going to cry foul. You know, yeah, and they're going to say, like, yeah, like like the old peoples are very high in terms of like number. The old peoples are very high in terms of percentage or in terms of number in China. That's why that that's why I think that Chinese government are doing these things like openly. All the peoples know that. Like I have talked with lots well, of common peoples and lots of advanced peoples. They say the same thing. It is open thing that Chinese governments are doing, but nobody's raised their voice because like, as you know about like uh, Jack Ma, Jack Ma have said something against the, uh, against the Chinese government. Like we have to have the democracy, like this kind of stuff. Like I don't know what they have, what Jack Ma have said. And uh, nobody's know about Jack Ma. <laughs> Human human rights, the human rights violations that goes on. Look at China. China has taken over Hong Kong. Yeah. Right, and the human violations that goes on there, and you you know, and the world has spoken out about it. I don't know how many times, and and all the Chinese government does is tell everybody to mind their own business. You know, we know what's happening. We know the human rights violations are happening. And uh, I don't know what you do with a country like that. I really don't know. You know, yeah, like so. It is, it, is, it is very disaster things that is also happening in our country. Not in our country, but uh, our neighbor country. Like our neighbor country is Pakistan. And uh, like, as you know, like about, about Pakistan, like uh, this country is full of terrorists. Like lots of countries, like lots of different countries claim pakistan as a as a terrorist country like like they manufacture terrorists they make the terrorists they create the terrorists in the pakistan and chinese government are helping the uh, chinese government helping pakistan like to manufacture more and more terrorists to create more and more terrorists and to make more and more terrorists and there's a yeah, well, <laughs> case, you do some research well, i don't know i don't know oh, sorry i missed you there here this individual here has come on the show yeah, go ahead, call in. See if I can catch you this time. I was looking at my other screen there, but yeah. Chinese government of they have the very big goal. Okay, like they have the big goal. Like hey, Trucker, sorry for interruption, Ridnawi. 
your name is kind of weird, right? Oh, yes. Hey, Trucker, how are you doing? I hope that you're doing great. Hey, hey how are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, so, I'm doing uh, great. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where are you calling from? Um, uh, actually, I'm from Austin, Texas, United States of America. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm up here in Canada. Oh, that's cool. That's great. So what's your profession, yeah. by the way? I'm a trucker. Oh, you're a trucker. That's interesting. Yeah. Because um, in America, we, you know, we usually get a very low salary, like a low, you know, salary um, if we are a trucker. So. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yes, because no profession is good or bad. You know, every profession is uh, very good. You know, it's depend. It depends. Yeah, upon people. Yeah, well, I think I think about the average. I think about the average driver in the United States being a trucker in the United States. I think they make about sixty thousand a year. Like you are, like you are from Canada. Oh, so that's, like that's great. Do you know like yeah, Peter Jordan or like Jordan Peterson? Like I don't, I forget his name. Like, do you know about him? Like he's also from Canada. Who's but that? In like, don't you know anything? Doctor like Jordan Peterson. Like he's, uh, you know, like he Jordan. is. Uh, um, we can say a spiritual person. And um, no, a cosmologist. Person, he's a political scientist, and he's a like psychologist. Psychologist. Yeah, you should yeah. search. You know, tracker. You should search about Doctor Jordan Peterson. You'll get each narrow information about him. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to do that. Doctor. So, um, you know, Doctor David Foley is kind. Yeah. So how's like things, what, how's what, things and going? And Dr. In? David Frawley is also kind of spiritual person. Oh yeah. Who is Dr. Frawley? Yeah. Actually, echo doctor. Sorry, yes, Ridnoi. Dr. David Frawley is um, a spiritual person, and uh, he had contributed a lot of things, you know, uh, in the field of spirituality or in the field of science and technology. So. Yeah, he's not he's not one of those doctors who is a conspiracy theory doctor or something like that. He's legit, he's up front. Like doctor, I was I had a guest on my show a couple of weeks ago and really uh really nice young lady and she wanted me to do uh uh look up a couple of doctors and one of them was Dr. Tenpenny. And um I said, sure. And I, and I invited her back on the show like a week later. And I did some research on Dr. Tenpenny. She's, she's an act. She's an anti-vaccinator. And that, yeah. so, um, oh, she lost her. She, she, she jumped off the phone. I don't know if she's still here. I think she's still here on here, but that's okay. Anyway. So I did that and, um, invited her back and, and that, so, I mean, everybody, you know, 
Yeah. Everybody has their opinion about about um, vaccines and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, of course, you know, um, the anti-vaccinators out there and stuff like that. Of course, you know, the world has seen, the, you know, the anti-maskers and um, all the protesting. And we all have all this here in Canada going on. It's like that. We're no different than anybody else, you know. Like, so, I, but, I just want to know something. I just want to know some things about Canada and like... Uh, like in terms of education or like in terms of in terms of environment or in terms of facilities in terms of corruption so like how how is that canada because there are like there are lots of punjabis okay like there are lots of punjabis went to canada to mm-hmm. settle in that country or to uh, to settle in that country or for educational purposes or for job purposes so mm-hmm. what is the condition yeah um yeah says- uh because yeah, because they'll, 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 they'll uh, come to the universities um, here um, in Canada, uh, the Western University right here in the city of London. Uh, they'll go to the York University um, in, in Toronto. Um, you know, the Hamilton Universities. I mean, uh, the Western uh, the Western University is one of – is probably uh, when it comes to um, – going in, in for science and, and medicine and stuff like that is probably, uh, I would say, you know, one of the top universities in the world, you know, and um, that's just, this is what attracts uh, people from other nations to come here for, for to, to study. Yeah, like, do you think that it is expensive? Like, let's suppose, like, I'm from India, so if I want to come to Canada for studies purposes. So do you think that it, is, it would be very expensive for me or I can afford? It, it would be. And, and what I found, what I found really fascinating and kind of, you know, I was kind of like really upset about it is that other nationals uh, coming to Canada to, to, to study actually pays more intuition than, uh, than what a Canadian would or what an American would, and why you'd have to pay more in tuition, I don't know, and I don't understand uh, uh, why that is. So, so like you, you're trying to say is that like the, the citizen of the Canada, Can- like the citizen of Canada, or like uh, the peoples who are from America, they, they give less amount in, in a tuition fee if you compare to the rest of the countries? Well, well, what I'm saying is it would cost you, it would cost you more in tuition to pay for your education, okay. right? From from any national, from whether if people came, you know, people came from from where you are, and and from China, from all over the world, um, nationals will, will pay more in tuition to pay for their education, and okay. taking the same course, you know, doing the same studies, and have to pay more money. I just find it appalling. You know, not only that, you have to live here. You have to stay here. You know, some of them, you know, uh, were, would stay for the school year and then then go back home, then come back. And, and someone would just, you know, have their visa and they would stay here for their four-year education or whatever the case may be. But you have to have the money in order to support yourself. Yeah, like food and like shelter and like all those facilities. That's that right. Plus, to... plus for 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 your education. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. 
so like what is the condition in terms of corruption like uh, is it is it bad or like what, how do you, you define like in canada what do you find it, how do you define corruption corruptions means like uh, like uh, like like the, like the basic facilities for basic facilities or for basic rights like let's suppose that for like uh, tax like uh, tax in terms of electricity tax in terms of land or like education water facility and these kind of fundamental things there it is quite expensive so this it is quite very expensive but uh, it is like well what, i mean when Well, when it comes to to um, you know living here in Canada, um, depending um, you know what province you live in, um, you know Vancouver, British Columbia, on the west coast is one of the most expensive places to live. Here in Ontario, uh, the city of Toronto is the most expensive place to live. Yeah, you know, but they also have. You know, I mean, they also have a higher um, income, like pay, pay and stuff like that. But the minimum wage, uh, minimum wage here in Canada is fourteen dollars an hour, and then it goes up. But um, still, you know, the cost of living, you know, to live on minimum wage is not doable. So, like, if I want to live like for one hours in some kind of hotel or any stuff. So I'll have to spend like fourteen dollar. No, no, no. That's the that's how much you that's an hourly when you work when you have a job. That's the hourly rate. That's the lowest hourly hourly rate that you can be paid. Okay, like in in any work. And well, depending on uh, depending on uh, you know what you're doing. I mean, depends on depends on the job. Depends on your education. Depends on your experience. So, like, if somebody right. wants to settle in Canada, so like, what is the what is the easiest ways to settle in Canada, uh, according to you? Like, like somebody says that like if you if you marry with Canadian girls, so you will be you will gonna settle. No, easy. No, uh, I mean, what, the, 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 yeah, I mean, I mean, for you, if you know somebody, you know, if you have family that lives in Canada, you know, then that's a good way to start. You know. And then you know uh, to to apply to to uh, to apply through immigration um, to come to Canada. It's easier if you have family already living here. Yeah. You know, for you, but um, you'd have. I mean, you have to go. You have to go through uh, immigration Canada. You have to. You know, there's lots of paperwork you got to fill out. You know, if you want to, if you want to come here to stay and. And things like that, and work, and and go to school, and and all that. So, but it it it, it becomes a little easier for people who already have family members here. Okay, so like, what would be the another options according to you? Like, I do not have any family family member in Canada. So, like, what would be the second options? Like, if I want to settle in Canada. Well, then you'd have to, like I say, you'd have to apply through Immigration Canada. You'd have to apply for a visa. Um, like I say, you'd have to show that you have the means um, to support yourself. Um, okay. You know, until you come, until you know that, you know, until you get settled and and you have a, a working visa, 
and then that you able to that you're able to work and um, you working know. visa it, it is for some time like it is for like five years it is for like nine years but it is it not could, like permanent. no it's not permanent no you have to you have to renew that visa you know whether you get a three-year visa or five-year visa whatever the case may be um, then you have to um, renew that visa Okay, so like if I want to like 30, if I want to live like 30 years and like 40 years and like 60 years, so according to that, I have to pay the amount uh, in the visa. Well, like you'd have to turn, if you want to be a resident, if you want to be a Canadian, if you want to, you know, uh, um, become yeah. a Canadian, then, okay. you know, you, you, you have to apply for, for the status of becoming of Canadian that, and that takes, you know, um, anywhere from, from five to, to five to eight years, you know, so you have your visa, you know, and, and you, you're going to school here, whatever the case may be, you're working or whatever, you have a work visa and that, and you apply for citizenship and then eventually you get the citizenship and then you don't need the visa anymore. Okay, so like I have to apply for the citizenship. Like, if I have uh, if I have a good job in that country, and if I have a good uh, yes relationship, yeah, and you want to stay, yeah, and you want to stay here, and and then you apply for citizenship. Okay, so I think that it will take lots of money. It's like if I if I would like to apply for the citizenship of that country, then I think that. It requires like, yeah, like if I'll get a job, then this is the one option. But I think that to apply for that uh, citizenship, I think that it requires lots of money, isn't it? No, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know what it, um, lawyer fees, you know, whatever the lawyer fees are yeah. and, and everything like that. So, you know, I don't know the exact cost and, you know, I don't yeah. know. You'd have to, you'd have to go and look up, you know, Canada immigration, um, you know, and see um, how the, all that works and, and stuff like that. So you'd be able to find that, you know, on the government website here in Canada for, immig for uh, immigration. Yeah. Yeah, like there are lots of peoples, like uh, most of the Indian peoples like to go to Canada. Like they also, they also go to different countries like Germany, and like mm -hmm. uh, Australia and ki and different mm -hmm. kind of countries, but most of the Indians goes to Canada. So for me, it would be easier. Like they are not my friends, but they are Indians, so they know the Hindi yeah. language. I can easily interact with them in like in like a friendly manner. I know that I also know the English language. So uh, yeah, so well, like Canada Canada has a, a really large, diverse population, yeah. and. Um, for, 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 for people immigrating to, to Canada from all over the world, whether, you know, you know, you're from Germany, you're from China, you're from Pakistan, you're, you're from, uh, Iran, Iraq, or, you know, we have a very diverse population here in Canada. So, so like, don't you think that it is bad for, for bad for, uh, bad for that country because there are too many diversity People have different kind of belief. People have different kind of God. People have different kind of religion. So don't you think that in future everybody will gonna be collapse to each other? No, I no, I no. You know, and I, and I think it's I think it's great that um, 
you know, people, um, you know, come wherever they go in the world, whether they want to immigrate to the United States or they want to immigrate to Europe or they want to immigrate to Canada, you know, um, they, they want to come to, to a place to where they can be, be more free and work and, and, and be happy. And I think it's great. I think it's fantastic that, that, you know, different cultures yeah. and everything come, come to North America and that I think it's I think it's a great thing. So, so like, what what is the condition in terms of like weather? Like, uh, uh, I I thought I think that like because it is like Canada is a European country, so I think that like I have heard in in the YouTube like uh, like uh, up to six months they have the winter season, and uh, they have this uh, and uh, six month like the snow falls. So like they, no. they have the autumn season or like a, a rainy season yes. or like a summer season. Yes, we're coming. So summer starts tomorrow. So oh. we have so we have summer, fall, winter, and spring. Okay. Four seasons. Okay, but like it it most of the times it it is like cold. It is like cold no. because it is European country. No, depending if you if you're up in the Northwest Territories, you know, uh, or you're up in uh, 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 Nunavut and stuff like that. Yeah, the further northern you go in Canada, yeah, the shorter the shorter the summers are, and the longer the winters, right? Yeah. But you know, basically, uh, you know, out of ten provinces, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it can start snow at the end of October and, you know, get through, you know, get get uh, through the winter months, you know. But generally, you know, winter is, you know, three months long. Oh. You know, so winter, so winter starts, you know, so winter starts December 21st, first day of winter. And... Yeah that runs to March 21st and that becomes the first day of spring. Okay. That is good. Right. And then March 20, uh, yeah, March 21st till June 20 is, is the spring season. Tomorrow is the first day of summer. Okay. And then September 21st will be the first day of fall. Okay. Right. Like so three India, months, four seasons. Yeah, like like in India, we do not have the snowfall, <laughs> so whenever no, we, you're yeah. you're nice and warm down there year round. What? Are you warm down there year round? Yeah, like in in all over the India, like there's no any snowfall. Like even if you talk about like in in any part of the India, there's no any snowfall. snowfall. Yeah, but only but only up in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get the snow peaks on the mountains, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, no, it's, yeah, it's, uh, like I say, we get the summer, fall, winter, and spring. Yeah. You know, it's like Europe, like, too. Like, they, you know, they get the same like, thing. Like, there's no any rainy season? Like, there's no any rainy season? No, no. There's no, no, we don't get a rainy season. Okay. No. 
Yeah, like it is quite. Just rain like, when it, it rains. Yeah, like sometimes it is quite difficult to visualize those things, like uh, because we have the rainy season right now, and most of the times it is raining and raining and raining. There's no snow. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we don't get. Yeah, we don't get that. No. So, uh, thank you, Traka, for to like, like it was a lovely discussion. Now I have to go. So, yeah. Thank like, you. I would like to follow you. I would like to follow you. I followed you. Okay, I I appreciate that. Um, uh, you're welcome uh, to come back on my show anytime. I will be back out here um, tomorrow morning at uh, nine a.m. And then I come back out Monday evenings around 9 p.m. And that, so basically uh, a weekend podcast, you know, because I got to work throughout the week and, and stuff like that. But uh, I always enjoy coming out here and I uh, have a, a, a guest on my show like yourself calling in. And, and I really appreciate yes, that. And thanks for that. Like you have, you have given me lots of information about Canada, like the lots of things that you have mentioned. And it is very informative for me and it is very insp inspiring for me. So thanks for that. Like, I would like You're... to know, like, what is the time over there right now? Pardon me? Like, what is the time? Uh, right now, it is 9.30 in the morning. Okay, 9.30 in the morning. Okay. We have the yeah. sound 4 p.m. Yeah. So what time is it? It's what time is it there? It is 7, 4 p.m. Like it is night. It's nighttime there now. Yeah. 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 It is a huge difference. Like you have the morning, we have the night. Yeah. So you're like 10 hours. You're 10 hours ahead. Yeah. yeah almost. Almost. So, yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to join if you will have any kind of live cast in this application. So yeah, I followed you. I'll get the notification. Great. Appreciate that. Okay. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank for the information that you have mentioned. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out here today. Appreciate all the likes, the conversations. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Until tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., take care. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you.